The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore. And seeing you across from me, as always, is... Oh, man, it's Lee Michael Kimbrell. How are we doing out there, Nasty Boys and Girls, out there in this whole down, dirty, filthy world? They're good! Billy, it was up for, it was, you know, we were discussing whether we rip it with the straight, cold, classic, nasty boy open. Mm. Hello! (laughs) And we were like, no, we gotta go for it. And then here you go, you went hard in the paint, man. Hard in the paint. That was a good open. Hard in the paint. Tickle the the taint. Tickle the taint, that's for later in the podcast. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. (laughs) 3.0. So... How are ya? You just went full radio shock <laughs> You made your own sound effects. Welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I'm your afternoon DJ Smelly Balls. Dude, you'd be really, really good at it. I would be. You I could think rip I, it. Dude, I think I missed my calling. I really think I did. I could have been a soundboard, dirty, filthy piece of shit afternoon Deej. It's possible, man. (laughs) Afternoon Deej. Afternoon, get your, you got to figure the afternoon Deej does get a lot of afternoon Deej. Ton of it. Dude, I think that might be my name. It would just be Billy D, the afternoon Deej. (laughs) Put it in your mouth. (laughs) I like how we just uh, characterize like the flashy lifestyle of one of those guys when in reality it's probably so sad. It's the saddest fucking <laughs> thing. <laughs> you imagine they go on and just be a complete and total dipshit on the air. Just a schmuck. Several hours a day pumping out to the public and then they just go back to their normal life. <laughs> and they just wanted to be like, they just wanted to be Marty Brenneman. That's it. But they got typecast into this fucking role as a shock jock. <laughs> And they're just a tortured soul. <laughs> What's up? I'm Captain Fart! And it's like, oh man, just selling his soul. Oh, propel- boat propeller with fart sound. <laughs> I wonder what those dudes make. Uh, the the nothing. big ones, yeah, nothing, right? Like your local guys aren't making <laughs> shit. God, dude. I bet that the janitor who cleans the toilets at the radio station makes more than the guy who presses the button on the iPad that makes a queef sound. Yeah, no shit, man. I don't doubt it. God love them. That I makes me. Doubt- that makes me love them, dude. That's for the love of the game. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. That's for the love of the game, dude. Uh. That was not me. That was from my soundboard. Yeah, that was, yeah we're going next level. Hulk. This is Billy in the cum. <laughs> Billy in the gaggle of cum. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're on Sirius XM only. <laughs> you got to pay us. We're on OnlyFans. Oh, yeah? Oh, I still need to set that up. I'm going to set up our OnlyFans tonight. The, nasty, the new Nasty Boys, that handle is probably already taken you know what? on OnlyFans. You know what? We can look here. That's the best part. All right, we have a we have a, a device in front of me. I was about to type in the OnlyFans. 
The OnlyFans. <laughs> Fans.com. I like some pull up the OnlyFans. Well, come on, babe. Why don't you pull it up? Uh, I'm just typed in OnlyOnly.com. How about that? We start an OnlyOnlyFans. All right, OnlyFans. Sign in with Google. Here we go. We're signed up with Google. Low-key, I've never seen that site. That's weird. You can just sign on. Yeah, there it is. You can just sign on. You're in. Oh, how about that? The new Nasty Boys. Is available. So, guys, after this, make sure to look out for our new OnlyFans page. Bada bing, bada boom. Done. It's going to be a lot of baseball content. So much baseball content. Some dicks, though. Some dicks. A lot of spitballs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to hit a baseball with my erect penis. (laughs) I'm going to hit a tic-tac. Because my dick's very small. Again, no. a running theme. <laughs> no one buys it. No one believes it. No one buys it, dude. Not one bit. Ugh. Well, it's worth a shot. It you guys are is. spreading the holiday, holiday cheer right now in the Devoraporium upstairs. There's a, a beautiful tree. Right. And lights strung inside and outside. And on the downstairs deck. And on the downstairs deck. Garland coming up the stairs. Yeah. Presents wrapped tight. Very tightly. Nestled in. By the way, you guys got me a present. Mm-hmm. That's so amazing. They got me a fucking Joey Votto jersey. That's right. JDV till I die, baby. We should get Joey tats. I would <laughs> for sure get a Joey. I would Daniel get. Votto. I would get a Joey. I would get a Joey Votto tattoo in like a sexy place on my body. Oh yeah, like right, like right in that little like V cut or something. <laughs> JDV in the V, right, right there. JDV and just have the V. Oh, I need God. to get a V, but Ooh. just in a nice sexy place. What if? How about this? It's him. Here's here's what I would do with my Joseph Daniel. It's him following through with a swing, but the bat is the Great American Building. Okay, I like that. And he's murdering a red bird. Okay, I'm into it. Yeah, I like that a lot, man. Or he is swinging Gapper. Just into like, like a saw, like just, <laughs> just a table just, saw, just shooting him into a fucking wood chipper. <laughs> God, that's my dream. I want to get him in the uh, full mounty gear, but like stripper mounty. Oh, or like little booty cut shorts, yeah. and, you know, get his big old titties pushed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hairy, thick tits. <laughs> or just get him dressed up as uh, Mister Slave. From South Park? Don't hate that either, man. Yeah, full leather, little leather cap on top, looking like he's about to be sub in for the village people. Well, great riff. I love the jersey, and thank you guys very much. <laughs> You're welcome, and we took it far. Yeah. Made yeah. it too horny. No, love a horny riff. It's Good the new Nasty horn. Boys, yeah, baby. Yeah, we gotta get It horny. started at OnlyFans. That's true. What what were the what were the odds that we would get this horny within five minutes? Man, the odds of us just burning through the reed like that? <laughs> Not that high. We're normally pretty good on the read, but the boys were hot to trot right off the bat, baby. Very hot. Oh, man. Uh, Guess what, gang? The bet, it's finally over. Football, it's in full effect. You could even say that it's the last week of the season. With many teams strutting their stuff, you uh, you might not be able to go to a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and point totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online head to head to bet online today and use promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses bet online your online sportsbook 
experts. That was perfect timing with Pro the armchair because we hadn't been able to do it because of the zoo. Oh, yes. Look at us. Beautiful segue. How nice was that? Hot pod rolls on. We are sitting on, uh, you know, what you could call an extended armchair right now. Hey, come on, guy. It's nice. You're firing off some really hot shit right it's now. It's nice to be back with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got the first lady laying on the floor, texting yeah. texting the girls. And uh, and perhaps perusing what we now know is the best Instagram handle yeah. on the internet. It, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind. I'm sorry, Snake Pit. You've been replaced. Snake Pit, which is another <laughs> Alicia recommendation. This is going to be a segment of the pod. Well, Leash, what Alicia found on Instagram. Yeah, Leash Dog is the queen of social maids. <laughs> She's thick in the gram. So she maids. So she maids. So... Come here and explain what it is. All right. Hang on. Let me get up. Come here. Take a bit. Oh, she's rolling over. There we go. She's coming. <laughs> and we're got it. <coughs> okay. All right. The Instagram is called siblings are dating. All one word. No, uh, what do you call the stuff in between? No. Symbols. Underscore. Yeah, underscore. Yeah. No symbols. No underscore. Uh, they put up two people and you decide if their siblings are dating. And there are a lot of people out there that I believe their mothers went to the same sperm bank 21 years ago yeah. and didn't fucking tell them, and now they're out there fucking. It is yeah. so wild. <laughs> yeah. There's like a picture of two people that look so much alike. Too much. And then the second slide, you vote whether they're siblings <laughs> or dating. And then the third slide, it is revealed, and I, I every reveal is complete joy. <laughs> It is so fucking weird to guess. I didn't know you could encapsulate the feeling of Christmas morning at six years old, but they found a way on the third slide. Yeah, no 100%. shit. One hundred percent. It feels it. Yeah, man. I, I'm trying to think. I, th- I feel like it was really common in middle school and like early high school for people that looked alike to date. Yeah. Just because, like, up to a certain point, maybe sixth, seventh grade, it's very like androgynous. Yeah. So like a like a fifth grade girl at that like could be like a really pretty girl or a really pretty boy at that time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not to be creepy, but you no. know, just like and like androgynous looks or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Like so, in fifth grade, the two hot people that just look the same because they're just hot. Right. They were like, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> And then, I don't know, I wonder what the psychology is behind dating someone that just looks so much like you. I think yeah. it's narcissism. Interesting take, First really Lady. I do. Interesting take, narcissism. Keep elaborating. Because they generally are all good-looking people. Yeah. Right. That's, that's You're what, so attracted to yourself that you date somebody that looks just like you. Interesting. Yeah. I've never found, I mean, no offense... But I've never found my type to be a guy with red hair. I never... Right. I don't go for that. Uh, Never... I mean, I guess eye color has never really been a thing for me. But if I had to pick it, would it be brown? And mine are brown and I have red hair. I've always kind of liked the darker hair, the lighter eyes. Like Billy has. Maybe I'm not a narcissist. Yeah, there it is. I like that. My thing is I've been into people with brown hair, blue eyes, a little chunky... (laughs) Uh, you know, they have to be hilarious. 
you know, have a knowledge of baseball. It's me. Are you talking I'm, about yourself? Yeah, it's me. It's for sure. <laughs> I'm into me a lot. Is it narcissism? No, I just think uh, I'm I'm pretty awesome. Billy's fucking into the billiness I'm of into, it all, man. But also, isn't I that need like, me a peanut butter and belly, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll jiffy you right up. I'm hungry. Oh, let me smoke. <laughs> <laughs> thing in like gay culture that like there's this there's a section of gay men that date only people that look just like them that that also started as a social media phenomenon on tumblr and it was called boyfriend twin and uh fascinating (laughs) and that i don't think that they specifically go for people that look like them it was just exactly what we're looking at now but with actually a lot of the people on here are gay couples as well but mostly straight people but Back in the Tumblr days, people used to make fun of gay men, like a lot of gay men, for dating men that looked exactly like them. And then now we see that that (coughs) extends to everything. But yeah, there was a whole Tumblr called Boyfriend Twin. (laughs) I love Boyfriend Twin. That was off the tongue, too. So it's just showing you it doesn't matter, like, if you're mashing the same Jennies or not, you're a narcissistic piece of shit. There (laughs) it is, man. the, The narcissist test, uh... Heard it on a podcast. The high level is like 35. Okay. Most people hover around like an 8 or a 7. Okay. I would be interested to take it. I'd be scared to take it. I'd be really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. That was a great joke. Man, they're in there. And Alicia scratched her feet. Yeah, you'd score like a 4. Probably. Yeah, no. No, you're, I You're wouldn't. one of the biggest sweeties I know. Yeah. I mean, but see that. Tell me knows. more. I like hearing yeah, it. No. <laughs> see, I'd be really good at it. Lord have mercy. Uh, but no, that's that's been a good chunk of the evening, is just looking at this Instagram. And if you need to feel any type of warmth in your life and be like, man, I'm really stressed out about the Halloween. The Halloween? Yeah. Hallowe- Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. The holidays. Look at this. There, This is not a paid promotion. Wish it was. It's just not. What, getting paid by the ho- happy holidays? By the ho- yeah. Or, big, or, big, big Christmas. Or what is it? Da- dating or, or siblings? Siblings or dating. Siblings or dating. Pay us for a, a paid sponsorship or for a hot, hot promotion right there. Fuck yeah, man. All 15 of our, our diehard listeners will fucking... You're, gonna, you're about to get a big uptick. Well, uh, yeah. It, I'm, that, it's show the, us the money. Yeah, I'm going to tag them on Instagram. Billy's got a fucking room full of presents. They don't, they, they don't grow well, on trees. He brought no. me... You know, him and Leash, he brought me a fucking jersey. That's true. Actually, you know, it's crazy. Most of these... Hey, Bill. Yeah. No, pay bill. That's what I'm I saying. I thought you said hey bill. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Pay Billy, <laughs> goddammit. I was like, what? Oh, I was going to say, most of the stuff in these boxes, apples and pears. So they these gifts did grow on trees. They did grow they on trees. Grow Big on fruit trees. giver, are you? Yeah. Not much. Yeah, you, you don't like eating fruit, but you'll just give, give, it, it, away. give it away. <laughs> I've been sitting on all this fruit all year. <laughs> get it, get I was phrasing it for smoothies, <laughs> but then I had to get it out there because I got a bunch of Omaha steaks in the mail today. <laughs> I got to make room for this 25-pound brisket I bought. <laughs> and I got this other 20-pound turkey. Someone help me get rid of these Fiji apples. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Have you ever been gifted pears? Oh, yeah. I sold mass pears in high school. You sold. What do you it, mean? You it was sold the pears? base. It was the baseball team's fundraiser. Is we sold fruit boxes. 
Wow. So I, I sold mass fruit. I thought the softball team would do that. Come, Come on. on. Zip, bop, beep, beep, bop. <laughs> Nailed it. Wow. Well, I am not a, that is, that is a very nasty boys thing to say, huh? Yeah. And <laughs> cancel me. Fucking come and find me. This and guy's cancel nasty, me. dude. Zip, zip. zip. Cancel. <laughs> cancel. Dude, that would be a good thing to sell. It's like the Chappelle wrap it up box, but you yeah. just hit it and it said canceled. canceled. That's probably available yeah. online somewhere. Or just a little booklet. You know how they, they sell like the coupon books and it's just like a get out of being canceled card. Yeah. And it's just 50 of them. Oh, that's the dream. People out here getting canceled on Twitter. Who's got canceled recently? Oh, no, I'm just saying in general, okay. people will get canceled. It was more of a loose segue into me just shining a little light on Trevor Bauer. Oh, that's a good call. We've got some huge Trevor Bauer news. Huge. Guys. I mean, this like really moved the Richter scale. Mm, this definitely did move the needle. Um, social media and writer for CBS Sports, Dan Vietti. Okay. Ever heard of him? You haven't. No. He had, he's got uh, 12.2 thousand followers, but he had a like NCAA style bracket tournament for best baseball online, like Twitter personality. Yeah. And Trevor Bauer won. Wouldn't you know it? I'm not surprised. Who who was the other who was the other finalist? Uh, it had like, to be Passan. It, it was uh, like Virilli, maybe. Hold on, let me see. Because Passan, that's that's my go-to. Let me see the bracket. bracket. His Twitter's fantastic. Oh yeah, Jeff Passan rules. Do you see that shit about? Um, oh my god, Tyler. Oh my god, why am I blinking? Uh, pretty boy, pit, starting pitcher for the Rays. Tyler Glasner. Glasnow. Glass now. Glass now. Glass now. Uh, he said whenever he would uh, need to get, like, fired up and pissed off before a start, before every start to get angry, he would look at a picture of Martin Screlly. Pharma bro. How fucking hilarious he is that? He would just get that worked up. Over Pharma bro. Well. Good on him. Wow. If that's what you need to go out there and hurl a 101-mile-an-hour <laughs> yeah, fastball. In the, in the sixth inning. Yeah, just like just staring at your screen. It's like, oh, boy. Oh, do I hate that he sells them AIDS pills for $600. <laughs> so let me run. The, I would imagine you know most of these names. So Bauer in the finals played Jared Carabas. Okay. Who is that guy again? He's an insider. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, Jared Carabas. Jared Carabas in the Elite Eight beat John Heyman. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I lied. Bauer average. Uh, Trevor played the Pitching Ninja in the finals. That totally makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And he beat the Pitching Ninja, and but the Pitching Ninja beat Passon. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Lubo made it into the second round but got beat by John Boy. Yeah, that's fair, too. Trevor beat John Boy. I believe uh, I, for Twitter. Why. Yeah, for Twitter, I will go with Bauer. Yeah, for sure. YouTube, I'm going YouTube, John Boy. I'm even going John Instagram, Boy. Instagram, dude, they're IGTV. John Boy, it fucking rules, man. So good. Yeah, I mean, you don't get the in, like the inside stuff like you do with Bauer's momentum and all that shit from John Boy, but man, it's the best. Yeah, it's really cool. Ah, fuck. Twitter, baby. So, like we were talking about earlier, you you were saying, like, do you think that the athlete changes, like, the baseball athlete itself with social media? Seeing that this bracket happened, seeing Bauer, and also seeing, did you see his numbers increase over this year? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, I know. He's getting better. He's, yeah, well, and it's also, like, we had never, 
I mean, I can't think of another time that a, that a baseball player was so transparent with the whole season, with the COVID season, the COVID block. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And MLB just every step of the way trying to shut him down. Like, I'd never seen, I'd never seen a video, that, something outside of, like, like, watching paint dry with Ken Burns baseball. Right. But, like, you've never seen an actual week-to-week update like you had that Trevor put out. So... Do you think that baseball is going to trend that way? Do you think you're going to, we're going to see more and more players do that? Or, something that I didn't think about until now, MLB puts down the fist, throws down the hammer, and says, shut the fuck up. Okay. This, it's like a, a short-ish answer leading into, I mean, it's all part of the same conversation. If they do that, yeah, we're talking about a, a possible like apocalyptic baseball moment. Right. If he shuts down the idea of their stars being able to reach out and vlog like that and reach younger generations, compounded with the potential of what you're about to talk about, what could happen in the offseason, baseball's cooked. Toast. You're, okay, it's so, I mean, explain, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, well the fact of, like, well, you, we don't know if we're actually going to get a full season. We don't know what they're going to negotiate. Yeah, we, but COVID regardless. Co- right, COVID regardless. Let's just throw that out the window. I know that's a crazy thing to say right now, but just throw it out the window. There is a fact that the owners could shorten the season because they don't want to play, pay the players again, just like what happened with the 60 games. There could be a fucking strike. Yeah, who fucking knows what could happen? They're, they want to play 162 games already. The players union came out and said, we expect to play 162 games. The owners are like pulling out their fucking their their pockets like they are like when they you go for broken Monopoly. Two Monopoly references. And... Like, that's how they feel right now. And I, I, honestly, I am so fed up and to the and at this point, I don't care right. what the owners have, what, what their money is looking like or what how they're hurting. I don't give a fuck. Dude, the optics but, for it were never good. No. The optics in the 90s when they shut down the season in, what, 94? Yeah. Like, the, the optics for the, you know, billionaires not paying people. Has never been good. No. But it is quite literally affecting every walk of our life right now. And to see squabbles over millions and millions and millions of dollars while millions of people potentially get either, you know, evicted or rented out of house that they live. Right. It would kill it, man. It'd be over. If they just didn't play because of that and baseball, even 60 games with no fans and like, it was such a respite this season for was, so many people. Yeah, I remember, I mean, opening day, we sat out on the roof. We made a whole fucking day of it. Like, no. baseball is starting. Even in, And all through the season, we did that. And even with the playoffs, as, as short-lived as it was, it couldn't. It technically could not have been any, any shorter, shorter yeah. for the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. Um, 18 innings, game over. Right, well, 22 <laughs> innings. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Of no, uh, but, um, but you get it, like... That was something for us to latch onto. Like this doesn't fucking suck as much, and yet there's a possibility where we're, we're we are seeing potential to a light at the end of the tunnel. And they're like, "Well, actually, we're about to fuck you again." When you think you could get into the ballpark, we're actually just going to sit at home because this old crotchety fucking white guy won't pay me what I'm worth. So to send that message, and then while the players are at home. Not allowing them to fucking vlog their experience because it hurts the band, the brand. Yeah, it's it's a wrap. 
And I mean, I know that sounds very catastrophized, but like it's it's a it's a large rap, dude. That's so many people would be like, "Fuck them," right? Because '94 was like the beginning of this, you know, decline for baseball. Yeah, summer of '98. There have been books and movies made about it. Yeah, thank God for steroids. You know, it fucking fully recharged baseball again. Yeah. And then the steroids made it dip a little bit. And I mean, if you're envisioning this, this, you know, this chart, this graph. Right. At some peaks and some valleys and some peaks and some valleys. I just don't know if they would be able to, like, really fully recover. Especially so. after, you know, <clears throat> it's coming out that the Reds lost, like, you know, what? 50, 60, 70 million dollars? Yeah, between 50 to 80 million dollars. And the bigger, like the Yankees and the Bo Sox, they lost like 150 to like 180 million? Yeah. People are just like, I mean, that those are the Yankees, dude. Right. That's insane. Of course. It's crazy. So you just take the financials, the public opt- optics, if, I mean, it's just, it's scary. Yeah. But also at the same time, I think the general public is thinking about it as, what isn't scary right now. That's very true. It could just, yeah, I mean, it would just be the American citizens are at least conditioned right now. Like, we're we're fucking in good shape for taking terrible news. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we're all hardened up. Right. And so, I, I, I... So, to get back to the main point, I think that Major League Baseball has to allow their players to do this. They have to allow them to continue to do this stuff on social media. They have to allow them to be ahead of it. They have to allow them to have this voice. Because how cool is it to sit down and watch Monday Night Football and see LeBron James tweet about it? Yeah. And then, like, Russell Wilson's watching it at home. Like, how... And then it's, like, occasionally to see Mike Trout just tweet, like, like, good game, Football emoji. We were like, this is the only one. Yeah. I want to see, like... I know, exactly. Bauer actually have a hot take on just, like, a a basketball game this offseason. Well, I mean, it's every other fucking league. Yeah. It's literally every other league. But also, how often do you see... I mean, outside of a couple people, like like playoff baseball, whatever, do you see athletes have their tweets come out during the game that they're watching baseball? Yeah. That's rare. I can't think of one. Yeah, live tweeting baseball games as a baseball player. He's just ate up with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it I meant not even just in general. Like, you don't see, like, uh, okay, well, you don't see fucking Joe Mixon tweeting oh, out, I like, see what you're saying. like, oh, hell yeah. Tyler Malley's has just hurled seven and two thirds. Yeah, right. What a great start. Yeah, for no, sure. You would just, you'll just see Tyler Malley tweet out, like, Nice run, Joe Mixon. But right. it, but like, there's so little social media cloud in general for baseball players. You don't see that really put up right, on right, sports. Right, 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 So that needs to change so that the exactly. more eyes are on it. Oh, I dude. mean, Pitching Ninja and John Boy have helped, but that's for people like us. Yeah. And people who listen to this. It's, it's not so going to be true. for your casual fan. You need stars. You need Tim right. Anderson to hop on Twitter and just explode Chicago. No shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a... That's a it's everything else in the world is going towards that. Yeah. Down to, I mean, look at the leagues. ESPN's lead story a couple times a fucking week is this guy tweeted this. Uh, yeah. It's news. Right. Twitter's news. Trevor Bauer is generating clicks around his name during a time where clicks are maybe the most precious commodity besides money. Yeah. In yeah. a free agency year, he's like, oh, I'm going to go viral. Right. That's fucking cool. Yeah. 
And you know, it's also cool is to see still like it's like yeah, I'm going viral and stuff, but like. Bauer just did a commercial for Tri-Health. Yeah, dude. So, like, he still will say yes. Like, okay, I'll still do stuff at Cincy. Like, First Logistics is, like, sponsoring some of the momentum. I did a, a Tri-Health commercial. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's like, all right, neat. And, like, I guess it's also, like, of course people from Cincinnati are going to give him sponsorships. He just fucking won the Cy Young here. Right. But he's not getting paid here, uh, which came out this week. Did you see the John Heyman tweet? No. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. John yeah. Heyman tweeted like he t- he, he <clears throat> uh, quote tweeted it. Right. He then immediately. Well, to clarify for whoever, whatever. Uh, John Heyman tweeted like, "Hey, he's too expensive for the Reds. The Reds, it's not happening. It's just that's just what I'm hearing." And then Bauer quote tweeted and said, "Is this did this come from at a- Agent Rachel Luba? If not, then it's fake news." St- don't stop playing with us like that. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can't just straight up come out and eliminate a team from it. Is there a world? No. No, no. I'm not saying... I'm not... Okay. Maybe I was getting there. But I'm saying... Everyone is dead-ass broke. Right. Very unfortunate for Trevor, who, if this was last season, coming off of a Cy Young, he could go out and get a lot. He could go out and get, what, 260? Yeah. 265. Big if, numbers. Right. If, if everything was normal in the world, which, like Billy said, impossible to imagine, but if he had just come out and pitched the way he pitched and got into a free agent year, he would have gotten a, a, a pretty wild sum of money. Of course. What if everyone's so broke that Trevor Bauer, even coming off of, you know, even with his numbers skewing the way that they're skewing, what if people aren't what if they can't pay him or don't want to pay him? Like, what's the lowest you think he would sign for? I think the would, Yankees signed him for like one year, twenty four five. Would he go that low? Yeah, I think that would be the minimum. It would have to be an extremely high AAV. But then that's also going into a potential strike year, right? Um, so I mean, with all of these things going against him. But I also think the Mets are desperate to make a splash yeah. with new ownership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that they are going to give him like a four. Oh, they're just going to lock him up. You three, think they're going to lock okay. him up? Four for, okay. Let's see here. Let me do some really dumb fucking math here. Um, hmm. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Uh, yeah. Four-year, $100 million deal. I think that would be the absolute basement. That puts him annual at $25 million. Yeah. That would have to be the basement. But what if he got, let's say this, okay, so four, yeah, okay, four years, 120, puts him at $30 million a year for a four-year deal. Do you think that he would be worth $30 million a year at this point? If you had, if let's say like, at this point in his career. Right. Turning and it's going to be in his age thirty season. Four years. Is that worth thirty million dollars a year to you? At can he maintain that at the at in his you know, he's Cy Young Peak. Right. Which I mean a drop off <clears throat> from last season, he could rate you know, it, it's smaller season. But it's you know his ERA was one seven three. It was like twelve Ks per nine. Right. He could have a drop off and still be considered elite. Right. But I mean even that considered, 
I don't know, I guess, how good is your agent? I mean, if you yeah. look, at, maybe if you look at the numbers really hard enough, and he has cracked this fucking pitcher scientist thing, you could feel really confident about two of those seasons. Okay. I'd feel confident. Or like three? I think he's fucking elite. I'm not trying to talk myself out of this, but four years at 30 mil a year is a lot of money. That's a ton of money that you're putting in. Yeah. And knowing the Mets where they just avoided arbitration with Syndergaard, um, Stroman's 18-9 for his qualifying offer, DeGrom paying him his absurd contract. You have a ton of money in the pitching department. Right. That hamstrings you for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's your whole thing to go for for like two or three years. To go for for two or three years while competing against the fucking Braves. Right. Who went out and... Who are going to hit just about anybody. Right. And who knows if they bring back Ozuna or not. But on top of that with them, with the pitcher, with Charlie Morton that they're bringing back and, and Soroka and Freed. Like, fuck. Yeah. That's a really good team. That's a dynastic team. Exactly. Creed's fucking twenty three. So you spent? Do you spend that and go for it for four, one twenty? I don't know if it makes complete sense for him. Right, and I and what I what I keep seeing just from sitting on my couch, click clacking on my computer, watching MLB Network is like Bauer's price is high. Yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. And it should be. He's the best. It's it's literally like we have been saying for months. It's him and fucking everybody else. Yeah. But, man, do you – I I don't – at this point, I don't know who can and will pay for it. I don't know. And I don't know. And, and, and it's just it's, – that's the worst part is thinking that the best pitcher in baseball is sitting and waiting if he's going to get a bazillion-dollar contract that he's clearly earned after the system kind of fucked him. Like, arbitration fucks the players. Yeah. So, what's the lowest? Okay, different question. Okay, let's say unlikely, but maybe the market is just too much, and he has to like really take a pay cut and drop down, and has to compromise. Yeah. What is the most the Reds? Do you think the Reds would or could offer him? At this point, it would depend on what the rest of the market was looking like. But I mean, it looked, would, would it, the Reds give him? Could they one twenty three? Think about this. So far, they've saved fourteen million dollars with Archie. Okay. And if they sit, but then here's the thing: to get to get to where you need to for a one year. Say, if you want to do a one year twenty four, you're missing ten million more dollars. Who's making $10 million next year? Sonny Gray. So then you would be cutting off your nose to spite your face. Yeah. So, yeah, you could potentially keep Bauer and lose Sonny. But then you have him for one year, and then you have a one-two punch, but then then what? Yeah, right. Yeah, cutting off your nose to spite your face. I mean, if those are where the numbers are ticking, talking, which that's a great fucking take. Um, Yeah. I, I I don't know. Would I be psyched to trade Sonny away to get Bauer for one year? No. Because our team's worse now. You know, Correct. Our, our team's worse. I don't like our chances of going and winning a World Series or competing mm-hmm. for one, which is the only way Trevor comes back. Right. Without Sonny Gray. Correct. Yeah. 
You do you think he would take a one year fourteen million to do a one year fourteen to say fuck it, run it back? No, no, I don't, man. I don't either. But if anyone, because he's setting himself up, regardless, sure. Twitter, Twitch, all YouTube, all this shit, right? He's setting himself up for what is going to be the future of that, right? So I'm just saying, like. If anyone has the ego to be like, yeah, I should have gotten 30, but I'll take 15 and then go out and get fucking 35 next year. Hopefully. I'll, I'll do it and I'll fucking film myself doing it the whole time. And it lives up to what he said, which was after this, he wants to have one-year deals. Yeah. Cool. Right. And be the yeah. hired gun. And I've even thinking about it, like, I only think about him as a one-year deal guy. And I know it's, like, been talked about that if someone waived a bunch of money three, four years, he'd take it, but like... But I don't see I, anyone doing it. No, me either. Not now. Not at this point. At this He'll point. take a one-year deal. And dude, I love that betting on yourself competitiveness that a contract year guy has. Mm-hmm. I mean, it showed with Trevor, man. Yeah. It's make or break. It's pressure. Yeah. Every day is pressure if you feel like you're trying to make yourself mm. 10, 15 more mil. You could also think about it this way, too. It's, it's not just pressure... You can you can use that and not even like I'm saying sorry I'm, I'm fumbling here pressure in a positive way it's right. like I'm betting on myself so much exactly. that I can do this exactly. I can go do it instead of pressure like oh no can I oh. motivation like something to work for right like literal monetary gain yeah you know? like no I I love it man and Trevor operates so well under that I think that's why he said I'm gonna do one years aside from just getting fucked over and and everything else right every other walk of major league contracts. If the Reds could find a way to f- to find six more million dollars. Yeah. Which Where they did can, it come from? Uh, that fucking Bob's pocket. I don't give a fuck. Spend your money. Spend your money. You're you, half in the grave. Come on. Spend your money, dog. Um, I would say I think he might run it back for 120 in a Reds uniform knowing he's got DJ. That's what I would say. But then that that also eliminates any chance of you paying a free agent shortstop. Right. So these are pipe dreams, considering all of the rumors this 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 past these past five days. Okay. What if we run that last scenario back, talking about Sonny's the missing ten mil? Okay. What if Sonny's packaged in a deal that's sweet, and we get ourselves Trevor Story, a fucking shortstop. That changes everything. And we talked about it a bunch last week. Right. But, like, that, you know, that changes everything. I would take an opening day starter, Trevor Bauer, if the Sonny Gray trade lands us a, a bat that's going to change our lineup uh, and yeah. a couple prospects that, you know, we need to build a farm. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I'll, I'd take that all day. Yeah. But if it's just some trade that just breaks your fucking heart, and yeah. it's, it's like... Three upside pitching prospects. And a bucket of balls. Yeah, man. That would really that 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 hurts. That would that would suck the most. Yeah. But I'm still gonna stand by what I what I said last week. If if the Reds don't move Sonny before the end of this of the calendar twenty twenty year, it's not happening. Agreed. I, I just I, I just don't think it's happening. They're not going to shop them into February. No. 
that's when they're settling in and being like, okay, this is what we have. This is what we're working with. Let's see what other scraps we can pick up from the from the heap. Yeah. To to kind of build around and see what lot what other lottery tickets we can find. Yeah. But as what I was gonna um, I was leading into, especially it also leads in with this. It's like with Sunny that was the talk, and then we were like Luis, oh god, and then it's like. Mustakis now in the trade conversation. Really? Eugenio Suarez in the trade conversation. Here is the here. Okay, as much as this would fucking suck, the more and more I think about it, I am okay if I get a king's ransom for a Eugenio Suarez. Explain. Here is why. Because I am I am I am able to be convinced. Precursor that would be truly heartbreaking. It would be if I am trading a Eugenio Suarez, I am getting your number one prospect, which has to be top fifteen or twenty in baseball. Yeah, I'm getting a top one hundred prospect, or I am getting the shortstop I'm missing. Yeah, I'm getting a another a, a top one hundred prospect. Um, I'm cool with that because that opens up Mustakis to play third. So, what are some potential options? Send him to Colorado. The, the big one. The to... big one is the Nationals. We would get Carter Keyboom, but that's okay. So Trey Turner for Gino and I wouldn't. Ospect? There's no way we would get Trey Turner. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, you're not getting Trey. Well, then we need to stop talking to fucking Washington. I agree. The with only you. teams we talk to are Colorado. Texas. Yeah. Honestly? Who could... Oh, my God. If I could trade a Eugenio Suarez to the Rangers for the last two years of Joey Gallo... Yeah. Do you... Because that's a swap within offensively. Yeah. That's a swap I'm doing. That's a... You are... It's addressing a need for the Rangers at third base. But I'm also getting the bat of Joey Gallo. Yeah, but a potential DH. And left fielder or, or or center fielder. Yeah, right, right. I'm, yeah. Give me that all day. Is it that? It, that feels like a lateral move. Is Joey? Or is is Gallo that much more of a home run threat than Gino? No, they're about the same, but they have such a hole at third in in, yeah. in, in Texas. I mean, they went and tried to fill it with Todd Frazier, then traded him when they got out of contention. Yeah. To the to the Mets, and he was back in his second stint in New York. And that's a cheap contract that the Rangers need that they can keep building around. I mean, this is a complete, total crap yeah, fucking shoot. Yeah, for sure. That one would bum me out, just a stick for a stick. I would but want, that stick I would, rips. Yeah, that stick, that stick does rip left-handed in that ballpark. That's, that's a problem. And started to hit for average in 2019. Yeah, and yeah, Gold Glove finalist. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Fine. That, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's also crazy. Joey Gallo, his natural position was third base. Didn't know that. But they didn't like him in the infield in Texas, so they moved him to the outfield. Well, there's that. So that is on the table. And then that any type of flexibility to move Moose to third, Senzel to second, Shogo in center, that helps. Because you can move Moose first and second. Yeah. You can move Senzel center field, second base, third base. Where else does A. Eugenio play at this point? Yeah, but I mean, at that I mean, at that point, we would have to deal Gray to get a shortstop because if you move Sinzel into second base, right? 
and you don't address the shortstop situations right. up the middle, you are trash. You're trash. I agree. Because Sinzel is worth having in there for base running and his stick. Second base, I'm sure it's pretty smooth, but it's like he just got done learning center field. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You know, so, I mean... It, what do you get? You I mean, then, I love talking trade math. But then you could also go out and you could sign Simeon. You could sign Gregorius. Yeah. And that improves your offense. I don't know. I don't. I don't. As much as I love Gino and I love good vibes only. Yes. That's the one to me where I'm like, cool. That could be. That could be a good solid move. I don't hate it as much. It, it hurts emotionally because you know we shouldn't be emotionally attached to these players, but we're fans, and that's what fucking happens. We love them. We the love three Gino. of us saw Gino walk by at Reds Fest, and it was a really great moment. And it was like, oh shit. It was like seeing Santa at Christmas time. <laughs> Would Santa be proud of your balls? Santa? Yeah, would he be proud of yours? He'd be proud of my balls. I don't know if he'd be proud of mine. I wonder if there's a way I could get him to fix my balls. Is there something that would make Santa proud that I could use? I don't know, man, unless you just present them and say, do what you want, old man. That's true. But you want him to look nice if you do that. Right, so how do I beat it to the punt? Like, what could I use? Some sort of, like, futuristic trimmer, maybe some sort of... Salve that you add to your package to make it more fragrant. Right. Babe, do you have any ideas? What can what could I use? Hmm, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Man, fucking scaped. Manscaped. <sighs> the New Nasty Boys is also presented by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels and helping two million men all over the world get rid of their hair on their balls. If you let yourself go in 2020 while in quarantine, Manscaped is here for you to reboot and stay clean and shaved in 2021. Manscaped is here to give you a fresh start in 2021 with their perfect package 3.0 that has all the right tools for the job. Come out of quarantine with clean balls thanks to the Lawnmower 3.0. This waterproof and skin-safe trimmer will reduce nicks to your two best friends. The third generation trimmer even has a light to give you the glow up you need in 2021. It's also time to freshen up down there. The crop preservers, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Your balls. And for on-the-go freshness, you'll love the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. 2020 was awful, so make sure your boys are refreshed and ready for new beginnings in 2021. Manscaped even threw in their shed travel bag to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. Speaking of comfort, the Manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs are also included and are hands down the best underwear you'll ever wear. A guy with hairy balls is like the year 2020. Don't be that guy. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use promo code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds and make Santa proud. Oh, baby, that was podcast magic. I think I found it. It was a beautiful read. I heard you. I ran off, took a pee. One of the best pees in my entire life. Wow. Top tier? I mean, I peed that entire time. I washed my hands real quick afterwards, but other than that, 
That was a long, long, long pee. And a long, long, long read. Perhaps one of the longest reads ever. Maybe that's something you could bet on. Uh, that's way the wait is finally over. <laughs> Football, it's in full effect. Week 16, with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be able to go to a game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and point totals to team player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, they're your online sports book experts. Boom, baby. Thank you. Nailed it. Did it. A couple Got promo it. reads right there. But, Gino. No, Moustakis, I mean, he's got, what, that was a four-year 64, so, uh, ah, Jesus Christ, that is 16 million, so he's got 48 million dollars left on that deal. Are we talking about Joey at all right now? How much money that is? Yeah. Do you want to do that? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And you can't just say goodbye. No. No, Not, you can't. You can't on every level. There are multiple, there are many layers to this onion. But no, you can't even, you can't, you can't. You just can't. Yeah. And it sucks that we have to talk about payroll and moving stuff after going for it for one year. For one year. For a third of a year. For a third of a year. Yeah. That's what's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I know, man. Fuck off. We know know how much... Did you see how much the Reds have grown? Oh, dude, it's crazy. How much... I saw that figure. It's it's absurd. Fuck off. I understand that everyone's had to tighten their belt, but the way that the Reds are doing it, they aren't even attempting to be discreet and just say, fuck you. Why, why, Why should I still have a vested interest? I know, man. If they're saying tear it down and rebuild it, and the only reason I still have a vested interest is because that's what the rest of the division is doing. Yeah, and most of the league. No one wants to win this division. Yeah, the whole division. Yeah. Colton Wong has gone from the Cardinals. Ryan Braun got non-tender. Like he's he he is not getting that fifteen million on his last the last year of his wild. deal. They declined his option. The Cubs non-tendered. Schwarber, like the only team that hasn't done anything drastic, is the Pirates. And they were already a minor league and team they minus Bell. Fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, there is, and then now there's the, 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 there's there's reports out there that the Cubs are shopping you Darvish. So what are we doing here? Yeah. What what's going on? Is there something that NL Central and and every other like is there something Major League Baseball just straight up isn't telling us? Right. I'm not trying to be all fucking conspiracy theory on you, even no. though I love it. No, but it gets what it is, is going we, on? I know. JT, you know Brian McCann got signed before the best catcher in baseball. Yeah. Come on, ridiculous. Yeah, it's a full-blown trip. Danny texted us. Oh, I'd imagine that'd be a good one. Oh, he wants us to play Crazy 8 with him. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Yeah, there was one more buzz. And he just said, 
gay. <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. You heard it here first. Danny Samet. You be canceled. <laughs> see you later, Bob. We'll see ya. Um, so I don't know, man. Like that was very doom and gloom. Do you think? You I'm know, not trying to be doom and gloom. No, 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 no. I mean, you're just stating facts. No, that, I get it. Right. Charlie Morton, Drew Smiley, um, Anthony DiSclefani, and James McCann got signed before Trevor Bauer and JT Romuto. I know. I I get it. It's it's it's. Almost January. But then at the same time, it's almost January. Spring training starts at the end of February. I know. Pitchers and catchers are in the middle of February. Fucking figure it out. What other sport do you see where this fucking happens? I know. We're like six weeks out. The NBA. Seven. The, the soon as the clock strikes, everyone is signed. I know. NHL, everyone's signed. It's exciting. NFL it's cool. is signed. What the... What... Why? Why? Old heads. Old? Maybe, old heads and maybe the, I mean, just old heads, old game. And the, the nature of baseball, I think it speaks to it. I mean, obviously these other leagues are incredible athletes, but, you know, baseball is a really, 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 really hard thing to be able to do on the professional level. Like, would you agree that maybe the learning curve, maybe not necessarily the wear and tear on your body, but, like, the skill of hitting a 100-mile-per-hour baseball is a little different than being able to knock down a three like Steph Curry? I know that they are both incredibly high levels of skill, and maybe I'm wrong, but, like, just that slow play, that traditional slow play, number one draft pick, three and a half, four years in the minor. Oh, yeah. You know, like that slow play of a baseball prospect maturing versus number one overall pick comes in is MVP, Derrick Rose. Rookie year. I get you. You know? And the fact that there are 13 guys on the sideline on an NBA bench. Yeah, exactly. And then like 10 dudes in suits And there's And there's 25 on every team. Or 25-man roster. Or 30-man roster. 40-man roster. Yeah, 40 men. Forty men are on the major league roster. I I get it, but fuck, it's not doesn't change the fact that it's infuriating. I know, oh, dude, I get it. No, I was just saying that as like a possible rationale. I mean, it's just a part of the problem. I know. It's just a part of the the yeah. And and now, do you think that with the fact that minor league baseball is being cut down too, is that going to make it more difficult, or are we going to see less talented players make it? we will probably see prospects get thrown into the fire really quick. That makes sense. That long, arduous come up in the minor leagues is probably not going to be, it's not going to last as long. Because for one, they'll get thrown, I guess, but I guess high A and double A, it will be, will it be watered down too? It will just be A and double A. But if a draft pick, instead of going to rookie ball, goes to double A. They go to A. Well, they also have like that that lull now, where it's like the top, the top prospects will be in that one new league, right? Whatever. Um, I think it shortens that that stay down there because you would think that maybe with the leagues tightening up, less roster spots, the best of the best are going to get roster spots. True. So that double A level will be playing like a triple A. Well, it will be the triple A, you know, right? Or in some on some level, right? So. Yeah, I mean, who knows how that'll like play, break down in the future? But 
We know those kids are going to be on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> we sure <laughs> hope so. Yeah. But um, uh, aside from the doom and gloom, the Reds did make some moves. Uh, well, You've quite literally never heard of these people, and apparently neither has Google.com. Neither, no. Uh, the Reds signed to two minor league deals, Josh Osick and Matt Ball, which Matt Ball, that's a baseball name. I'll take Matt Ball. I'll take Matt Ball, uh, according to Baseball Savant. Um, his, okay. Well, um, sorry, I'm just trying to, to, you know, just hold back my excitement here. <laughs> uh, his 2020 season, he, um, oh God, come on. Where are you here? Okay, those are those, those statistics. Okay. Looking at it, he is... Okay. He's got the sorry, good I'm just no, sorry. I'm just Bill. so aggravated. Um, here's the deal. His percentile rankings, he is in the 90th percentile for exit velocity, so he's getting the shit hit out of him. His exit velocity is in the 11th percentile, so he can't throw it fast. He's, got the, he's in the 41 percentile for fastball spin. Not what you want to see. That's an odd move. But if all those things were terrible and it was like, yeah, but he fucking spins it, he's, then I see the bet. That's the whole thing. Um, looking at his 2020 season, uh, when he... Okay, this is interesting. No, it's not. That's really bad. When he went, <laughs> when he got traded to the Cubs, he pitched two and a two-thirds innings and has a... 10.13 ERA. Yeah, yeah. When he was in Boston. Okay, let's do a combined. Combined here in 18.1 innings pitched, he had 20 he gave up 21 hits, 13 earned runs, but had 24 strikeouts. He had 11.11.8 uh Ks per 9. Um his ERA plus was 75, so below average, which is also this is another lottery ticket. But there isn't the upside like you saw with the other one. The yeah. other lottery ticket. Yeah, exactly, with the spin and the high velocity and the ground ball. Right, yeah. and the thing that we also saw with Ryan Stanek. Yeah. You you don't see the upside here. Matt Ball um, hasn't pitched in the league. Um, Career minor leaguer, signed uh, to a minor league deal. Yeah, Ball, 25, hasn't reached the major since the White Sox used an 11th round pick on him in 2013. So literally a minor leaguer signed to a minor leaguer contract. Yeah. So the Reds Big are... News. And that shows you where it is because, I mean, what does that quote save? Nothing? Nothing. I mean, that's spending. Right. But if you look at, okay, let's look at, let's look at, um, 06 best year. His best year was his first season with the Giants in 2015, 20, 28 and two thirds innings pitched, 27 strikeouts, seven earned runs, four dangers, eight walks. Case per nine of 8.5. Um, he gave up 1.3 homers per nine. But he was 2-0 and and appeared in 35 games. Sure. Whatever. Whatever. Give him a pass. He can come and hang out with us. <laughs> let's see what... He can come let's see what, spring training. Yeah, no shit. Hey, zoom him in. We'll zoom, yeah, because he's clearly not doing anything. Yeah. But... Trevor Bauer's still a free agent. Right. He's still a free agent, and everyone's poor. So poor. Remember going into Red... Oh, uh, also, what happened this week, two years ago to the date, was on Monday. Two years ago to the date. Um, that is when the Reds traded Homer Bailey 
to the Dodgers for a slew of major league players. Yeah. But also, isn't it kind of crazy to see that they also traded, the Reds traded Homer Bailey and Jeter Downs. Yeah. And then Jeter Downs was a part of the Mookie Betts trade. Yep. Good pieces getting moved, baby. I'm trying to stay optimistic. Yeah, I mean, part of the site, it's just, it's the perfect epitome of what we've been living for the past eight or nine months, is it's like we have to come and do this podcast and still be invested in the Reds and be excited about it when we just don't know. We just don't know. I mean, the writing's on the wall. It looks bleak. Right. But that little sliver of hope, man, hope hurts. Hope really hurts. Hope fucking hurts. And as Chad Dotson always says, hope isn't a strategy. No, it's not. But it's just okay. Here's why it's really bugging me is because half of the half of the players that you went out and you like the the cornerstones yeah are on the block They're every single one because yeah, so of that, because of something as uh, it's because of money yeah I know it's very frustrating it's extremely frustrating it's just showing you. You always hear, yeah, I mean, sports, they're business, and we're aware of that. I get it. But, like, this is glaring. It hurts. Yeah. It's like, yeah, your 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 favorite thing ain't shit, man. Yeah. We don't give two damn. Two fucks. Hey, can I just cancel my season tickets I if know. you trade Sonny Gray? I think I still can. Um, but here's, okay, like, I had it, and then I fucking lost it, and I'm going to find it again. But Mo Egger said this on on Monday. He was just he just came out. And he said like, I don't care what Bob Castellini's bottom line is. I don't care how much money he's making or what yeah. he's losing or if he's not or if he he to quote Mo. He's like, I don't care if Phil gets his Christmas bonus. I don't care what's going on. Here's the deal. If you win, people will come and spend money. Bottom line. If you win Bottom and you line. have a playoff game, say in October this year, and you can have 100% of the stands full. Sold out. Sold out for at minimum three games. Yeah. Two games. That's enough revenue to bring it back in. It really is. And we there is a light at the end of the tunnel that that could be a real fucking thing. I know. The fact that they're not seeing that, that's where it goes back to the conspiracy. What do they know that we don't? <laughs> yeah, I know. What if it is that the Pfizer vaccine makes you grow a second dick? The second dick. Double dick, dude. How would that be bad for baseball? I don't know. You got too much. You, you got to make new cups. That's expensive. Job creation. <laughs> oh, you'd be creating a lot of jobs right there, A lot there, of baby. fucking jobs. No shit. That would stimulate a lot of economies and a lot of people. Double the hand job. A lot of people. <laughs> Getting paid doubles. <laughs> Man, the men would make twice as much as a woman then. <laughs> they got two old dicks. <laughs> Damn. Well, I I don't know. I mean, I, I I do love talking trade math. It's fun to envision. Never in a million years that I think we'd be throwing the names that we are around, but here we are. I did never think I would have to say, well, the upside of trading a Eugenio Suarez would be. <laughs> I know, man. But like you said. I feel it, bad for Moose. Yeah, me too. He, he got came boned. Because he took one-year deals, and he's like, I'm going to wait for my big deal. Gets his big contract that he's been looking for his whole career. They go for it for one year, and he's hurt for a bunch of it. And then he comes back. He's so excited. And then they're like, we're going to dismantle the whole fucking thing yeah. in front of your fucking face. Welcome back to Kansas City. Jesus. Yeah, man. 
No trust. Oof. Zero relationship between... Yeah, but I mean, that's the cold nature part of the game, baby. I know. I know. So, if if Nick Kroll walked in here right now... Nick, get on up here. Come on, Nick. First big guest. Um, would you be mad at him, or would you be like... Would you level with him and be like, I don't hate what you're doing? I would level and immediately go, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Billy. What's the plan? Yeah, right, right, If right. he just says cut payroll like he has been, it's like, oh, yeah, we got to cut payroll... You're not answering my question. Yeah, right. If what's that's the plan your, to win? What's the plan, not just to... What is the plan to win in the short term? And if there isn't a short term plan to win, you give me a fucking three year plan. I'm right. not doing another five year. I'm not doing another yeah. jump jump the gun on the rebuild. No shit. And, like, and screw up the rebuild. Yeah. And half do it. You fucking tell me now what, the pro, what, what you're going to do for those next three years. That's how. I, that's what I would ask him, because it seems like there's no semblance of a plan in, in whatsoever, at all. And that's what's scary. That's what scares me the most. Because Dicky Dub started putting in a plan, and I think he also saw the writing on the walls. Like, fuck, they're gonna just cut payroll and build down everything and tear down yeah, everything I've his done. Re- his resignation makes a whole lot more sense. Ton now. more sense. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm out, dude. And that's why he was so mad. He's like, now they're coming after me on social media, and I, we, I was aggressive. I was like, you're being a giant puss. And now it's like, oh no, he 100 percent did the right thing. If he knew that this is what was coming, and next. he had a vision that he had clearly been putting together with the moves that we were making, right? And with setting up and actually having, having like an actual pitching program and developing a hitting program, of, who knows if it'll work out? But that shit's wild. I know. Damn, I had not even thought of that. It makes a lot of sense that Dicky Dubs just said, "You know, I'm good. I'm out. I'm fucking over it." Yeah. I'm not going to watch... I'm not just going to be a part of a fucking Big Lots sale. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, man. Can't blame him. I don't blame him one bit, but it's still disheartening. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just more writing at the wall to point out and be like, yeah, we're selling We're selling our tail. Imagine being at home and being Sonny Gray. He's like, I'm going through this again? I just went through this two years ago with the Yankees. Yeah. I got to deal with this bullshit? Fuck. He proved himself... Right, at an elite level. I know. And he's got to just be like, well, here we go again, kids. Pack up. You're probably going to you're probably gonna have to move. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's brutal. And he's got a bunch of little graylings walk, walking around. Yeah. Hopefully he's hiding his Twitter from them. Yeah, but. yeah just a bunch of little, little sunnies and bunnies. Sunnies and bunnies. Right. That's, that's, the, that's the number one site he got caught. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not just trying to be a pessimist. It's also I'm trying to empathize with these guys. I understand I'm empathizing for millionaires. And no, I understand but you're that's right, man. But it's like, what the fuck? You're right. Ugh. I know, dude. What what a mess. I know. It's a real mess. On top of that, I mean, yeah. We haven't even talked about anything that hasn't any of the woes of the world. Although with the vaccine, I, here's here's a, a, a little optimism: the vaccine's taken. Yeah, that's great. Pretty optimistic that we're gonna go and be able to get nasty at a game at Great American this summer. That's great, albeit maybe with a Triple A team, but who knows? That's pretty go. awesome. At least we'll get to be in there. At least, at least I could find a way to sneak into a box and boo, boo the ownership up close. Yeah. 
we get into a triple A game, we can watch all the players we signed this offseason. <laughs> <laughs> God. Who fucking who fucking knows? But yeah, the vaccine's taken. Fauci isn't dead since he took it, so that's good. Yeah. It's great. My cousin just took it. He feels good? Yeah, fine as wine. I know a couple people that have taken it, and apparently the longest-lasting effect that people are experiencing is it just is more sore than a normal shot. Right. Which, whatever, dude. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd take a fucking punch in the face from Mike Tyson. Uh, fine, I'll totally do yeah, that. Yeah, if the vaccination was literally let your friend kick you in the balls as yeah. hard as they can, <laughs> yeah. I would take it twice in a night. Yeah, no shit. They're like, hey, can you take this shot? Also, stand behind this horse. Yeah. I'm like, Done. I'm into it. It means I get to open mouth kiss my friends again? Fuck yes. Yeah. Down. Do you think now saying, like, there is some stuff coming out and saying, like, you know, even with the vaccine and everything, mass and social distancing should still be a thing. Do you think if there's a lot of places, if the, if we are fully vaccinated and we're going, we're, we're riding steady and there's still the government saying, well, we got to social distance. We got to wear masks. Do you think that there will actually be an uprising? Or do you think that the, the people are like, well, we have to now. This is the world. I don't know. I would understand an uprising. <laughs> Me too. I will say, I went to, I braved the Kenwood Mall yesterday <coughs> to get some Christmas shopping done, and, I mean, it was packed. Christmas week, it was packed. Yeah. I saw maybe one or two noses. Really? Seriously. I saw enough noses to start a small army when I went on Saturday. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. My favorite was the guy walking by me with the MAGA mask on with just, just, Right over the top of his lip. Yeah, dude, that's what another. That I, I uh, I'm noticing more people flipping it up, keeping the nose exposed, but keeping it like getting it above that chin. Yeah, <laughs> opening it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. What are you doing? Whatever. It's all. It's all. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just so hot. No, I get it, man. We were talking about the Reds off season. That's enough to get anybody hot, Daddy. Ah. I know, man. There's still got to be some sort of hope. There is some I mean, sort of hope. You know, the hope might lie in the fact that we'll have to find a silver lining after a complete sell. Yeah. Let's say we keep one. You know, I don't see it. I don't. We're not going to trade Moose, Gino, and Sonny. Right. You know, if we lose a couple of those pieces, if we lose Gino and bring in a bat or a or a you know something nice. It has to be nice. A silver lining is what you brought up earlier, the entire division. A garage sale. Right. So the pieces that we do bring back, maybe a Sonny and a Luis combo, that's still pretty tops in the league, especially if you is gone out of Chicago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Who? You. Uh-huh. You's on the mound. Okay. Yous is on the mound. Who's on the mound? No, I'm, I'm on the mound. Not Yous. Yous is on the mound. I don't know. We, we've, we've had to do this. We've been doing this podcast a long time. We're kings of silver linings. Of course. We'll be able to find one, hopefully. But the scary thought is is that we could just blow shit up so much and be it could be 2016 again. Right. And then that'll be a hard silver lining to find. That's true. Because also we are not as... 
woefully ignorant. Exactly. When we were like, yeah, they can win 87, 88 games. Yeah, we were really just... Too hopeful. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, all right, okay, show me. Show me. And they showed us last year. They tried. And now... But, I, you know, you're right. We can find a silver lining. I just... Danny brought up a good point, which is shocking. Uh, <laughs> he brought up the point of, like, we have never had to see... We've never seen the Reds sell high. Yeah, I mean, we 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 cut a, we tendered a bunch of dudes who we could have gotten something back for. Right. Well, not the Casali thing and the Bradley thing as a stretch. Because they just didn't want to sign and then give that money away. Yeah. Which was smart on Nick's part. If his job right now is to whole is to make room in the budgie, then you do it. What he said was, we've never had to see him sell high. What did we get for Araldis Chapman? I can't recall. Exactly. You're telling me one of the highest paid and one of the best relievers in baseball, one of the most dynamic? Don't even know who we got No him. fucking clue. Um, when we traded Todd Frazier, which... Of course, we're talking about a guy that we were like, he won the home run derby. We were excited for Beloved, but not elite. Not elite. Nothing. Jay Bruce, we traded him too late. Yeah. We traded him in a walk year, and when we should have traded him, like two years, when we should have traded him two years before. Yeah. We got nothing. Uh, um, I mean, Todd Frazier, we had Scott, we got Scott Shebler, Jose Peraza, and I don't know. I can't forget the other one. I mean, they did serve a purpose. They did play Major League Baseball yeah. at one at one point for the Cincinnati Reds. Scott Shebler had 30-plus bombs. Yes, for one season. And Jose Peraza, for one season, had over 200 hits. Yeah. For one season. So, yeah, but it's not what you're talking about when you're trading a Eugenio Suarez. No. When that's a nice contract, that is... That is that is a nice contract that has the power that a lot of people need in the sh- in the assuredness of third base and who is beloved in your fan base. Oh, extremely. Would you say favorite player minus Joey? Yes. Easy. Yeah, no doubt. Easy rivals Joey. Right. Rivals. Gino is beloved, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all the kids, all the kids love love Gino. Yeah, dude, he dyes his hair white. Dyes his and hair, and then loses his mind and goes unconscious up at the plate. Yeah, I could hit three dingers in a game. Yeah, I know, man. So, yeah, there's there's your there's your there's there that it will have to be a show me, show me that it's worth it, and you just can't screw the pooch. I Nick is a smart guy. I'm not discrediting not Nick. But I don't know what type of other pressure that he will get to be like just get it get it done get it over with. Yeah. And make them sell lower than what they should be. That's what scares me. Fucking preach, Bill. That's what scares me more than all of it. So if they do it and if they do it right then I won't be as mad. But if they do it and they do it wrong, I'll be fucking pissed. It'll be very sad. It'll be unbelievably sad. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sorry, I know I feel like I'm, I'm talking to you and you're like, yeah, I just gotta deflect. Bill's oh, on no, one. no, not at all. I just, I wish that there was more prodding questions that I could have other than just like hypothetical trades or just agreeing. I mean, you're not, you're every, you're wrong, you're right. You know, that... It's a scary reality to face. It's yeah. a take. I mean, the other take, we have just have been so conditioned to not believe. Every yeah. move, is, it's not like we could sit here and be like, like 
three years ago when we were like, the Reds are going to be a wild card contender, and we lost 97 games. <laughs> right. We can't be like, yeah, no, dude, I don't know, man. I think, I think we're going to sign Bauer and trade for Story. Mm-hmm. There's no evidence that points to that. Nothing. So, I mean, it's it's hard not to get revved up about it, man. I'll let you go, dude. You're, <laughs> you're killing it. Well, hell yeah. Let's, uh, let's uh, round it and... Let's round third and head for home. Okay. Uh, Absolutely nothing. Yep, that sounds about right. Um, I will plug. We did the uh, we did the live hub thing. That was so fun. Yeah, it was sick, man. We raised like close to four hundred dollars. You can't beat that. Yeah, yeah. For a, a beloved bar in OTR and a and a comedy staple in the city. And when we come back, it's gonna be roaring there, man. It's gonna be bonkers. It's gonna be really bonkers. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Uh, I got the artwork back for Bond with Friends. It looks so dope. It looks so good. I can't wait to share with everybody. Did, you say, did Carl do that? Uh-huh. Carl, dude. He's good. Yeah. He's good at that shit. He's very good at Carl it. Carl Spaeth, shout out. So if anybody needs any artwork done, hit up hit up Carl Spaeth. Yeah. Um, I've got the, somebody working on the music now, and then it's time to uh, start formulating... Get, I already have a list of the guests and everything. I might change what. Who gives a shit? But it is it is happening. Yeah. There's no doubt that it is not hap- It is happening. Hopefully, late January is when I have the first one up. But we are ready to roll. Make it happen, sir. So, yeah, right on. Well, uh, thank you to Armchair Media for being our podcast dads. Thank you to Manscaped for keeping our balls clean and freshly shaved and making Santa proud. And thank you to Bet Online for being our premier online betting sponsor. And as always, go Redlegs. Stay nasty. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.